Today's episode of The Usual is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear, from collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box, and everybody loves Comic-Con. So, for you, listeners of The Usual, you can get 10% off any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 to save 10%. So again, you can go to TryLootCrate.com slash The Usual and save 10% on your new subscription. That and enter Bridge 10 to save 10%. Thanks for listening. The blast came from the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of The Usual Podcast, a podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will. What's up, buddy boy? I got the moves like Jagger. I got the moves like well, Jagger. So, since we're in an audio medium... Okay, it's pretty he, much really the moves like Jabba. Yeah, no, he was dancing, and that happened during... This is why I mute you during the <laughs> intro music, because if I don't mute you, you say things, or you dance, and the chair creaks, and we got a whole host of issues. But anyway, we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. Why are you in a mood? What are you drinking? I'm drinking Captain and Coke. Well, technically, it's a Captain and Diet Pepsi. There you go, Skeen. Ah, oh, Skeen. Speaking of skiing, real quick, before I tell you what I'm drinking, in honor of skiing um, and awesome beverages, he uh, is sending us more beer, which I love. He's sending me an Oktoberfest. Which we're all very excited about. I am drinking a uh, Green Flash um, West Coast IPA, which I love. And here's the thing, John. I have this package I've been meaning to send you. Yeah, yeah. It is sitting on the floor next to me. It's okay. I have a package I've been delivering to you for 18 years. What? <laughs> oh, <sighs> now I either have to cut it or let that go. So that's up to you. You're you're the post guy. <sighs> anyway, I'm just the talent. That's <laughs> nobody's buying that. All right, man. So here we are. Um, it's been a little bit. We've been. It's a very rocky school year start for us. So we've been a little hit or miss. Uh, Seventy four is coming on the heels of. Real was it real? No, usual. No, no, real number. No, it was verse. The verse was the last one we put out, but real number nine. And <laughs> let's explain that real quick because people may not have noticed, but you hear my voice when there's something that's been going on. I think our our outlines for our real reviews are haunted. Well, no, it's it really started about a month ago. Well, a month and a half ago when I kind of started over. I, I kind of took over starting the outlines where it used to be, you would start the outlines and I would right. finish them up. Right. Now it's kind of been reversed. And it just, when I took over the real one, I just jumped a number. He jumped a number and I've been correcting it. And for a couple of weeks we were fine. And then when I was, I was, I needed to put the show out and I'm editing it. And I was like, he said real number 10. And I looked at nine. I had nothing, nothing <laughs> in nine except this outline. I was like, what the hell? So then I had to go back and basically I didn't have time to get him over here to record, re-record the intro. So I just put myself in saying nine and I made it super <laughs> awkward. So it was kind of funny. So listen to that. And if you hear my voice, it's kind of funny. Yeah. It sounds like real number 
nine. <laughs> so we're, we're having a good time. We are just a little out of sync. We're trying to get back in sync. Um, and before we get, uh, to our usual stuff here and, and everything else at the top of the show, I just wanted to put out there, we are going to do our patron roundtable soon. Um, I am going to put an email out to our patrons, uh, early next week. And start floating around some dates and stuff. We're shooting for episode 75, 76, but we'll probably put it out as a non-number, um, just as a patron roundtable show. So, um, the idea is to see what people want to talk about and get that going. So that is coming. And, um, I've been slowly working on putting together all our bloopers for, um, for our other milestone that we hit. So I want to thank Devin and our patron not to be named or who wishes not to be named for putting us over the top there. Devin has some stuff coming to him in the next couple months. And, uh, man, I just, I really appreciate our patrons. And so if you want to support us, patreon.com slash usual podcast, and you can get our shows a day or two early, um, and, and get access to all of our blooper reels and stuff for the last, I don't know, couple months. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was actually supposed to uh, meet up with Devin, uh, uh, in the game and do some PVP on Monday. Hmm. And then he had running something running late and I was stuck at school for a while, but then I totally forgot the Rams are on TV. So, uh, I got to watch Monday night football yeah, first week. I, I got to watch them get their butts. Oh, they them. didn't even score. That was brutal. Dude, it was ugly. And I am a Niner fan and I, I didn't even text you. I was going to, no, you, you, you knew better. <laughs> I knew better. It's been, it's been years. Well, uh, my sister's a, a big Niner fan too. Yeah. Yeah. And she was in St. Louis, ironically enough, which is, which is where the Rams are from the, most recently. And, uh, so she and I were texting back and forth and after halftime, I just stopped. You were done with it. Well, and I, and I actually stopped watching for a little bit because I was doing some other stuff. And then I went back and I was just like, oh, why am I even watching this? (laughs) It was bad. It was ugly. So anyway, um, I think we are out of sync. And so before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, and Instagram. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Griggs. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. We did get another positive rating, five stars, by the way. Awesome. On iTunes. So please continue to do that, guys. Um, I don't think we're moving up in any way, shape, or form, but it is nice to keep getting another five star rating here and there. If you don't want to give us five stars, that's fine. But don't be that guy, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we appreciate any feedback, any and all feedback. So thank you for that. We do have the timestamps in the show notes. We do only have, th- we have three sections, but, um, the last section is kind of a hodgepodge of stuff. Um, I have a, I threw something in there that we may or may not talk about, but we'll talk about that later. And, um, but if you're not a Swotor fan, skip to our Star Wars section. We do have a few things this week, Star Wars wise. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. Anything else before we get going? No, let's, uh, let's start, uh, going, going, going. It's a hyperspace. What now? Hyperspeed. Hmm. Light, light speed? Thank you. <laughs> Why was I mixing up Star Wars and Star Trek? I was crazy. Not only were you mixing up Star Wars and Star Trek, I just played the wrong bumper. You did. <laughs> Here we go. Do you want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Boy, we go one week without recording. We're a mess. I know, right? <laughs> anyway, here we are. Uh, so, man, Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, community stuff. I am actually, for the first time in a very long time, I'm behind on Star Wars The Old Republic podcasts. And I blame that on my uh, a couple things. Busy schedule. Also, I've been binging. Finally just finished the writing excuses that I highlighted last oh, week. Oh, nice. Um, in our podcast feed. And I've been doing a lot of writing. So, I'm going to go back. I've got a couple of Krillian runs to listen to. Um, Utini cast and stuff like that. So I, I, 
I love all those guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I'll come back next week and highlight what other people are doing. So. Yeah, for me, it's I'm I'm way behind on everything. Um, for me, usually I usually listen to my podcast when I'm sitting at my desk and not not even at school, just at home. So I mean, I have a very limited time that I listen to podcasts, anyways. <clears throat> but I usually just have them playing while I'm working on my computer or whatnot, right? But for like the last month or two, I've just been having some really bad migraines occasionally. And so I've like tried to keep it quiet. And so I've listened to very little. Yeah. I've actually kept most podcasts out of my rotation for a while. Okay. I picked up one. I'm going to talk about that in the podcast corner. But, cool. Um, but I had one too. Yeah. I'm down to like one page. Like I don't even have to scroll down to get to what oh, wow. podcast. All right. Yeah, I've added a few, so that's part of my problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man, so Weekend Game, what have you been up to? You know, really not a lot, actually, because my Wi-Fi has been so, – I, I had to miss WOG again. I was so pissed off. Like, my yeah, Wi-Fi, you were ready to go, too. I was so ready to play some some WOG. I mean, I was, like, there, and then, like, I couldn't get a hold of my, my landlord, and the, the Wi-Fi wasn't working, and then the next day it was only working about half the day. Right. So my whole weekend was pretty much shot when it came to, to like, playing, and uh, – I want to get back. I mean, I did. I was able to get on for long enough to do my last two bond, bounty contracts. Nice, because I had to get that done that week to finish off that part with for DVL. Right. Um, my next thing is I kind of just want to get in and hold up in my stronghold and just um, level up my crew skills um, because that's all you have to level up all those. So I create. I did create like four new characters and got them all to like level ten. Um, last week. So nice. now I can, and so almost all my crew skills are represented and I just need to, you just need to level them up. Yeah. Yeah. I created a new tune. Um, uh, a female, I, I, I decided what I was going to do was do just to make things easy. Um, was to do, uh, I, I don't have a shadow and I wanted to make a shadow because I have my main is an assassin and I have not played a Jedi shadow. So I decided to create one of those. Um, so that was kind of cool. I did that, got her up to like level eight or something, eight or nine. And then, uh, we did walk, we did a, a KP run on the pub side, went pretty smoothly. Nice. Um, we are flirting with some newer, uh, more harder content, but, um, I don't even think I'll be able to run this week. I have a big golf tournament this weekend and, and some other stuff. So, um, it's, it's, it's been kind of hit or miss, but we've been getting enough people. Um, but I think most of us are ready to kind of move on to bigger content. And so there's this debate of like, the reason we started WOG was for entry-level folks, right. and we're getting less entry-level folks because the entry-level folks that were entry-level are now not. Right. So what do we do? So we're trying to figure it out. Well, I'm still pretty much entry-level. I'll say. Um, <laughs> Just kidding, dude. You know, actually, as um, when I created my new tunes, I, I made them almost all tanks. Oh, nice. So it's a little bit different. That's new for you. I know, because I, I, every character I've ever made has been DPS until this time. Um it, and then uh, I've been kind of in a West Wing mood, and so yeah. one of my new characters' name is C.J. Craig. Yeah, there you go. Who's the press secretary on that show? Nice. All right, man. So uh, let's get into some news. There is there is not a lot, um, but what we did get was, uh, well, let me know. We have uh, a new update, and it was on September seventh. We had maintenance, and it was to uh, basically deploy Shroud of Memory. Yes. Which uh, wow, what was that? Yes. Yes. That was animated. Uh, we have, let me, I'm going to try to find the patch notes here because there were some patch notes worth, uh, so we have the bonus chapter shroud of memory. So again, you had to be a subscriber for a certain amount of time from January 11th to August 1st and eligible players were able to do it. You did it. I did. I did. It was a lot of fun. We'll talk about that in here in a couple minutes. Um, there was also a new, uh, alliance alert, which I also did bonds of duty to get <laughs> bonds of duty, um, <laughs> to get Admiral 
Uh, let's see. Admiral Ego. Is that it? Admiral Ego? No, he's the head of your... Um, yeah, yeah, I just never say it right. Anyway, but it's to get Sergeant Rusk, and it's a whole, oh, cool. it's a whole, um, mission, uh, to deal with Rusk and, um, and some stuff. It was, it was actually pretty cool. I, I liked it a lot. Um, Bounty, yeah, I haven't done that one yet. Yeah, Bounty Contract Week came back, which you mentioned as well. Um, there were some, uh, other things I didn't expect that, that showed up with the patch. Um, there's been some titles added for social ranks, and I don't know if you noticed that. Well, I'm still like at social rank one on almost well, all my teams. That's tunes. why you don't have them. Um, so, <laughs> uh, it's basically saying with game update 4.7.2, which is the next game update, they're going to do, um, social ranks. I'm not sure why they, following titles have been added and are obtainable by achieving the appropriate social rank. Players who've already attained the social ranks will be granted the titles. Oh, I see the titles have been added. Yeah. They just never had titles when you got those social ranks. I see. So it's friendly for social rank one. Uh, outgoing coordinator guide chatter chatterbox is good extrovert charismatic and leader for social rake uh nine so that's pretty cool yeah it's just another thing for me to try to get there you go um they also uh fixed an issue where portable legacy hold and portable cargo hold secondary second legacy improvement would not reduce the cooldown um there's some other stuff in here too um what else oh the depths of manon issue the missing details data for that for the dark versus light's been fixed finally cool and they were saying that was gonna be fixed so good yeah I, actually i still have not gotten one of the portable cargo holds yet I, I don't see the reason to do it so i haven't done it um so let's see what else do we have here so i think that's kind of all the major things oh they did make some changes to the new pack opening experience next pack button in the pack opening ui now displays how many packs are available Oh, that's nice. Which is cool. Uh, the reveal all option is now usable on the second page of the pack, uh, containing six or more items. Uh, the reveal all option in the pack opening UI now becomes inactive after revealing the final pack item as intended. And the next set of items option is no longer present in the pack opening UI for packs that contain less than five items. So some, some so basically just streamlined it. Yeah. And I think they're listening to people too, man, because uh, people were like, some people were frustrated with that. It was taking a little longer and there was some other issues there. So I'm glad they're, they're streamlining some of that stuff. Cool. Um, there's a whole list of packs here and the following packs have been, uh, have had their descriptions updated to more accurately reflect cartel rarity. So silver instead of super rare, um, drops, drop rates and contents of the packs have not changed. So, so basically with all the changes that they've been doing over the last few months, now they're just getting around to making it official in all the descriptions. Exactly. And there's a ton of them. So uh, links in the show notes for that, for sure. And let's see. Anything else worth noting? Um, I thought this was interesting. Uh, new moddable weapons are now available from the Eternal Championship Area token vendor. So something moddable is... I haven't checked it out yet, but there are moddable weapons now for if you do Eternal Championship a lot. Cool. Well, I still haven't gotten past the fifth... Uh Oh, still. Well, most of those things were not moddable equipment. So I find right. it interesting that they're offering the moddable stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Um, let's see. I think that's about it from the patch notes, dude. Awesome. I didn't even see this one until now. Missions that previously rewarded minor experience boosts now record, now re reward major experience boosts. Cool. That's, uh, good for those <laughs> of us trying to, uh, you know, do the, uh, DVL level up. Yeah, you gotta, I mean, those minor ones are pointless. Anyway, um, so there's some known issues. Uh, we have a link in the show notes for that. There's not too much there for 4.7.1. The major thing that happened though is when the, when it, when it launched, 
there was some lag. There were some other issues that people were experiencing. Um, the name of the post is HK bonus chapter is an unplayable mess. It really wasn't that I know of, but I, I had didn't, absolutely no issue with it. See, but we didn't get into it till like the next day though. They had already, so they did another reserver restart the next day. So that's when I got into it. Yeah. I got into it like two days in. Yeah. So, I mean, people may have experienced some stuff, but, um, but it is what it is. Uh, but now it's playable and, and a lot of fun actually, which we'll talk about. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, real quick updates as we love cantinas. They, uh, the announcement for the, uh, New York Comic Con cantina has been announced and that is going to be Friday, October 7th. And let's see. I don't know if we, I mean, I'm not going to go to New York, but it's got this, it's at the Stitch Bar and Lounge Friday, October 7th from 7 to 10 and space will be limited. So of course they have the RSVP and stuff in there and it's 21 and over. Word. I wish I could go, but I would um, love to go. Speaking of, there's a couple other bugs. There was a thing. There was an issue with some folks having a hard time talking to Sergeant Rusk. Um, and I don't think that's been fixed yet. At least I haven't heard. Um, and then there was another, I'm not going to go into it because we've talked about this on the show a thousand times, but there's been a lot of data mine stuff coming out and people posting data mine material, you know, content stop it, and stuff. Don't get kicked out of the game. Well, and they just put a reminder up saying like, stop doing that. Please understand that it's data mine stuff and, and it is what it is. So right. I'm not going to go into it. You can see Eric's post, um, on a link on our show notes. Um, but if you're listening to this, you've probably already seen it, but it's, it's, it's the same thing, dude. You just don't want to keep. I mean, I get that they can get to the content because they're starting to update stuff, but it's like, why bother? Um, and so the last thing I'm going to put in here real quick is uh, there was a post talking about communication and part of it had to do with, um, people being frustrated because there hasn't been that many dev posts and people haven't been, they, people haven't been, res- devs haven't been responding to, to stuff right. like they normally do. Well, of course you're going to be shut down a little bit because they're working on new content. Right. And so they're just not ready to talk about Eternal Throne yet is what Eric says. Um, but they're going to really start talking about October 7th, obviously with New York Comic Con, um, and all of that. And then there was some follow up posts, people saying, I don't care about that. I just want to know about other stuff. Really all he's basically saying is that we have, we've covered some of this stuff. Be patient is essentially what he's saying. Um, they've taken the killing hella, uh, sky troopers into account with, with Eternal Throne, um, stuff like that. I mean, he even made a joke about it, um, in here somewhere. Um, so it, I just think it's kind of interesting that people are getting upset, um, about this, but you know, they, this is that weird lull. And yeah. even like, for example, even though I didn't mention it earlier, um, Swotor Escape podcast, they changed their format. They're just doing like quick tips. They went from a hour show to about a 25 minute show for the next few weeks because there's just not much to talk about. There isn't, you know? Um, so that, that really is what it is. Um, I mean, it's just like last year, the last two years when we were going through the nightlife event. I mean, this year we've got DVL, but yeah. the end of summer, beginning of fall is always a downtime for the game. Exactly. Because I mean, they're also gearing up for, for the expansion too. So, yep. um, anyway, it's, all of the stuff that we've been talking about is coming up in this little bit of a thread. Um, but honestly, we're going to get content and October 7th is really going to be it. So we have about another month before a little less than a month, three weeks before we get, um, before we get some significant info. But I think until then, we're going to have a bit of a content lull for sure. I mean, uh, news lull, I should say. Yes. So it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I'm going to be okay. Uh, you look like you're going to be okay. Are you going to be okay? I think so. No. Think about it. Well, I've right. got my Captain and Coke. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. I, I, I'm drinking beer. All right, man. So let's talk about the HK chapter. Uh, do we want to go no spoilers? Would that be better? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's things that we can obviously talk about that 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think we should just say kind of our impressions of it, what we, you know, what we expected, yeah, um, I, stuff like that. Yeah, just on the top, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, it was, was really light. It was very light. Really light. I did like trying to have to learn new com- new ke- mechanics on the fly. There was one thing that bugged me is that you couldn't. Um, There's no interface editor. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh no, I couldn't move. You can't. You, I couldn't move any of the keybinds anywhere. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I didn't really worry about that. Oh, sorry, I thought that was what you were talking about. No, but you can't. Um, you couldn't. There's no way to redo your buffs unless you went to your stronghold, right. returned as your character, did your buff, and then logged back in. That was kind of annoying. I, I found. I understand yeah. it being okay because, granted, the the whole content takes about an hour. Yeah. And so as long as you did your buff when you went in, my buff lasted the entire time I played. See, and I, I spread it over two days because I kind of fell asleep the first day, not because of, mostly because of fatigue, not right. interest. But, um, I, I, sometimes when I fall asleep at my computer or walk away, I leave it running and uh, my buff ran out and I'm like, damn. So I went back to my stronghold, rebuffed, went back. And then found myself at the beginning of the, of whatever area I was at. Right. And I was like, oh. So then I had to run back through and, and, and do that. Yeah, but, but you didn't have to beat the, all the mobs were gone. No, they weren't. Oh, really? <laughs> they came back. It was really annoying. Okay. Um, that is kind of annoying. At least where I was, that's, uh, one time I went back and then got back exactly where I was. And this time, I don't know where, I, I don't remember exactly where I was, but there was some map where I actually got put back in the beginning and I had to run through and the mobs were back, which was dumb. But anyway. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it. I loved the companion. Yeah, the companion's great. And I'm really glad that yeah, no swear, but once you well, I love that I was able to keep that companion. Yeah, same 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 here. And um, I liked, although it was a lighter story, there was some definitely dark moments. But then it was also kind of it was really good storytelling. It was. I love that they pulled nice something. Twists. They pulled something from the from the main storyline. Mm-hmm. That I really didn't care for, and kind of flipped it on its head, and I enjoyed it. Oh, you mean the shroud stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, we can say the shroud is part of it because that's in the promo yeah. stuff. But yeah, I, I actually I like the shroud stuff, and I like that they d- dived dove dove farther into it, and I thought that was pretty cool. So yes, overall, um, I think stuff like this. Um, I love the little jump the companion does. I know, and it's been turned into a meme already. It's it. There's a lot of fun stuff with this, but honestly, like, I don't want to spoil stuff mostly because I don't want people to just turn off our podcast because we're going to talk spoilers because a lot of people didn't have access to this content. Right. Um, and I don't want to alienate new listeners because we have to assume we might have new listeners. Um, but the, my only concern with this content, which I think I, I do like, there was some concern because I did listen to Bad Feeling podcast, the last one that was one that I was up on. They were saying how, I don't know how you would feel about this, but we could turn it into an impromptu discussion topic real quick. Um, since not a lot of people had access to this content, um, how would you feel if they put, if they, if they put it for sale in the cartel market for folks who didn't get access to it? Just curious. I'm putting you on the spot. Um, like for a, like a good amount of money. Yeah. Okay. Putting it in the cartel market, I think would bug me a little bit. Yeah. But I think if they made it available as, um, as a DRC for like four ninety nine, yeah, yeah, not a full like, you know, maybe two ninety nine or whatever, a really cheap price. That you know, you're not gonna pay the full nine ninety nine or nineteen ninety nine for right. full expansion content. But instead of making it 
I mean, because they're obviously going for money with this. Well, but but think about it. Because, because the people that would have gotten the cartel coins, the people that were subscribing anyways. Right. So why not make it a real world currency? And so those people who really aren't using the cartel coins anyways are going to be the ones. To I, I'm with you, but I think it should be more money. Because think about it. If you had to be a subscriber, that's 15 bucks a month from January to, was it August or something like that? You had to be a subscriber. I don't remember what the dates were. I should look. But um, so, I mean, it's a, that's, a, I mean. Well, I know, but say, but say you weren't a subscriber for any of that time, like right? You and you want, and you like, want, just came in the game right now, right? And you want to play the coffee, the 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 HK chapter. Mm-hmm. You can't just play the HK chapter. You actually have to buy the expansion for coffee. No, I agree because yeah. you need to get to chapter nine before you can right. Play this. Okay, I see what you're saying. So yeah. they're already getting that money from us mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. the person. All right. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's interesting. I I um I don't think they're gonna do it, but I would like to see them do more bonus. Con- like story content for subscribers right i know not everybody's in the story but at the same time um, stuff like this stuff like yeah. this would be i don't know if it's enough of an incentive to keep subscribers but it is something kind of nice to be like hey i got to see this content um and and no one else will see it because i've been a subscriber well since, you know, what you know be, all this time imagine imagine this okay um one of the main um, companions that everybody has been calling for since coffee is Mako, right? Right. What if they had instead of I mean saying, regardless of the HK fifty five chapter, instead of that, what if they had a chapter where you played as Mako? Oh, that'd be sick. And then Mako wasn't released into the main content for another six months or so. Oh, I like that idea. But dude. you unlocked that character early, kind of like what you are with HK, because obviously yeah. you're not going to get HK back unless you did this chapter, right? So I would do that sort of thing. And so, you know, just like what they did, but you, you could do it with Mako or you could do it with, um, you know, who else have they not brought back in yet? Um, a lot of people. Uh, Jasa, you know, stuff like that. I just couldn't hear you there. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm with you on that. I think the Mako thing is a good idea. I don't know. I just, I think people are getting impatient for some of their favorite companions to come back. And I think that would be, be a cool thing to like, almost like an alliance alert. Subscriber reward, kind of. Yeah, and you could even do it with characters that have already been returned back to the game, right? Because say, um, oh, I see where you're going with that. Say with, uh, um, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Who? The uh, the Jawa, um, Blizz. Uh, Blizz, yeah. You know, you find Blizz on Hoth, and but the thing is, and you kind of get a little bit of a history of where he went there, right? Right. And you know that Blizz had contact with Gus, even though I haven't played the Gus chapter yet, right? But the thing is, is you have these things. Now you've got these five year periods that you can play of those introduce backstories of those that you play as them. Yeah. And then dude, Bioware, I know you're not listening, but dude, give us a, give us a blizz quest yeah. to, to go run through and, and, and give me little, those guys and run around hour long thing. Yeah. And, it, and it just, it plays you from the time when you sent either you sent them to their death or you sent them a weight of safety. Right. At the beginning of coffee for the five years until you find them again. The cool thing is that with the companions like Blizz, who don't speak common or English or whatever you want to you say. You don't have to bring the voice you actors. You don't have back. to bring the voice actors. You can do the thing and get around it that way. I don't know. I think it'd be kind of fun extra content, but good ideas, my friend. Thank you. Well, Along with that, you should go with stackable storage. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Did you just get that? <laughs> I was just, I was just kidding. Oh. Everybody who's been listening to this show for a while, no, he's not kidding. I'm actually surprised it wasn't mentioned in uh, Skeen's uh, outline. Mm. Yeah, you missed that one, Skeen. 
I'm not going to get mad at Skin because it's your fault. Pew, pew. Okay. Pew. Anyway, uh, we're going to do Podcast Corner first, I think, before we get pew pewy. Yeah, I brought in, um, you know, I watch At Midnight a lot. I watched Larry Wilmore before he went off the air. You know, I watched Trevor Noah, all that stuff. But I love I love comedians, right? Yep. I mean, I watched the, the, the Rob Lowe roast, right? Um, but one of the shows that I've been getting into this year that started was Not Safe with Nikki Glaser. Okay. And I loved, I, I mean, I'd been following Nikki Glaser's stand-up, but she's great. She's an old friend of Amy Schumer. Yeah, she's funny. She's really funny. And, um, but I, what I didn't know is actually she does a podcast called Not Safe. And she actually started it a few months before the show came out. Really? That's and cool. And it's a weekly podcast that she does with her friend Dan, who, um, is actually the warm-up comedian for her show. You don't actually, you see him on screen occasionally, but he's also one of the writers on the show and he's really funny. But the thing is, it's, they really go into deep content, right? Oh, really? It's actually almost become like therapy for me. Huh. Because they're both recovering alcoholics pretty much. They both stopped drinking. Yeah. Uh, Dan's been to rehab a few times. Wow. Uh, they both stopped smoking. Um, uh, Nikki had eating disorders when she was younger. Oh wow! You know, lots so they of really problems. get into they it. They really huh? get into it, but oh. it's all like from a comedic bent. Yeah, yeah. But it's basically it makes me realize you know people have it a lot worse off than I do. I mean, and, yeah. but I can also relate to it. But it's just funny, and yeah. they so far they've just released their thirty fifth episode, and I'm about twenty episodes in. Nice dude. And they're all about between half an hour to an hour. Mostly they've been getting up to around an hour mostly now, but they start cool. off at like twenty minutes. Well, um, and I like that. I, I but like it's really that. Funny, um, but it, it's it's like funny with depth. Yeah. No, I, I. That's one thing I do like about podcasting is that even some of the funny comedian, you know, some of the stuff I listen to too is the same thing. It's like sometimes they just have to cover a co- a, a topic because it's personal, and and that's part of part of our journey, man. Like you know, all of us we like to think that you know our lives get really hard, and then yeah. we get really busy, and and things get frustrating. But it's like you know what. Thankfully, I've never been to rehab and I've never been to jail. Um, and these other things that people have going through. And I have students that are going through some crazy stuff, you know, both parents in jail, stuff like that. Yep. And it's like, I couldn't imagine, you know what I mean? So I try to, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, it, it does help put things in perspective a little bit sometimes. Yeah. And actually, I honestly think you would like this podcast. Yeah. No, so, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, man. So I'm going to bring, <laughs> uh, oh, really quick. Sorry to yeah, interrupt, okay. but well, we as we got into their, their, their episodes, they started saying, yeah, you know, Give us ratings. Get us up the charts and everything. It's like, yeah, we got to number, we were the number one podcast on a new and upcoming or right. whatever. We were the number four comedy podcast this week. I'm like, yeah, screw you. We yeah. want more people too. Well, we're not anywhere near any of that. No one even, <laughs> nobody even listens to our show, but that's, I know, right? Well, that's something else. But anyway, so speaking of people who listen to shows and these guys actually have a big listener base. And yes, I'm going to talk about Sam's Fence Radio real quick, but <laughs> I, I, I wanted to highlight one of their shows because I listen to all of their stuff and I've talked about D and D is for nerds. I've talked about, you know, plumbing the Death Star and everything else on this okay, show. I almost regret getting you nope. plumbing the Death Star nope. like nine you, months ago. If you didn't, let me tell you, if you would regret it, don't regret because it has gotten me through some tough. I've listened to some of their shows, especially the one I'm about to talk about multiple times. It's just because okay. when I need to laugh and it's the same thing with that you were just saying, there are certain things that you can listen to on repeat and this is, it for me there's certain shows you watch there's certain things you listen to and for me it's these guys because it's i laugh because it's the type of humor i enjoy it's the type of humor i feel like that i engage in most days and it's just it it, it's something i can laugh at and so for me uh i brought up it's good business 
It's just good business. Excuse me. And it's basically, um, <laughs> Jackson Bailey is one of the guys from most of the Sandspans shows. Right. His little brother, Ryder Bailey. Okay. His dad and sometimes his mom are on the show. <laughs> and so what they do is they basically sit in their house in the middle of nowhere in Australia and they pitch kind of absolutely insane business ideas for like, like, for example, um, the one I listened to uh, again today was, um, like different types of gyms. Okay. So there's this one, uh, one of the ideas Global is gym. it's a gym where like you get a discount for how much you work out because you're helping to pay the bills because when you're on the elliptical or on the, it's on the thing, it's connected to the thing. So it's stuff like that. Um, there was one about like, uh, uh, adult strollers. And it's just, it's sometimes it's so off the wall, but then they have to pitch it kind of like sell it to the other guys and yeah, see if they, and see if they buy into it. It's a blast. You know, it's so fun. That dude. actually kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, I, I mentioned honest trailers quite a bit, mm -hmm. but they're part of the screen junkies network. And, um, you know, we, we went and saw a couple of screen junkies things at Comic Con and I became right. a screen junkies plus member. Yeah. One of the new uh, shows they had, they started, they brought in Doug Benson, who's a comedian. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's really funny. And he's, no, like, I like him. He's high all the time. Oh, he's always stoned. He's and, great. um, anyway, so he's on at midnight a lot too. Um, but anyways, he has a new show on there and it, it's like called Pitch Something. Yeah. But basically he plays like a movie producer and people come in and try to pitch him movie oh, ideas. That's funny. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, I really want to get into it because it sounds really funny. Yeah. But I mean, it, this is just one of those. They have a, they have a ton of shows, you know, five or six regular ones they put out. But this one, if you just want to listen to the guys try to convince the other guys that this idea is good, one is, <laughs> there's just so many that are so funny. There's, um, a lot of them in the beginning have like these weird contracts you have to sign. So like you, like they call them, you know, waivers you have to right. sign so you don't complain or whatever. Anyway, it's just a lot of fun. So I just want to throw I'm, that I'm in. I'm on there. board with the adult stroller. You no, know, the adult stroller is great. Um, they call it, cause I guess over there they call them prams. Yeah. So, so it's, it was, <laughs> it was called the man pram and the pram madame. <laughs> it is the funniest thing, dude. So. I don't know. It's stuff like that that just makes me laugh. And I love that type of humor. So anyway, for me, uh, that's, that's my pick of the week. So cool. I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish. Started. Star Wars time, dude. Here we are. Let's get to some general news first, huh? You got sad news. Lightspeed ahead. Let me see. Did I mix it up again? Yeah, you're 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 blowing it. <laughs> you're really blowing it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, sad news. First. Sad news is uh, we lost a member of the Star Wars galaxy, and um, again, you know, to see a line from from Babylon, you know, you don't recognize the name, but you will recognize the mistake. Right. It's Michael Leader, um, and a lot of you realize remember him as the tall stormtrooper who hit his head on the door as he was walking in. And that is, it's funny because, excuse me, I did hear Babylon talk about this, and I'm like, Michael Leader, that name sounds familiar. And yeah, it, it's, it's just funny because we've all seen that clip and we know what that times. clip is, but it's, and it's sad that he's gone. But. What I love is they still actually keep the sound effect in there. Yeah. Dong. 
Don't. I think it's important. Stormtroopers are humans too, man. They are, but it just it's like that uh they aren't stormtroopers all supposed to be about the same size? Well, I mean some are shorter than others. See what I did there because I, I did. No. Oh, some people think that's funny. Word. All right. <laughs> Next thing. Yes. Somebody this decided so to weird. use yeah, you know, I, I love it when people use real world math and concepts oh to put them into pop culture worlds. And so someone decided to figure out how much it would cost to build an ad ad. Who does this? Um, Someone smarter than me, though. Someone tell you way that. smarter than both of us. <laughs> so, um, oh man, that's... I was going to say, do you want to take a guess? But you already looked. I looked, and I had already seen this, but <laughs> I just like I said, for the low, low price of two hundred twenty-six million dollars. You know what the funny thing is, though, is like how much do like new warplanes cost? Um, like twenty-two hundred million dollars, something like that. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, so it's uh. But it's, it's also another $192,000 per year in crew cost. I, that's what I want to zoom in on this because I didn't read this. AT, the ATAT Walker requires one pilot, one gunner, and one commander to operate. And it can hold 40 stormtroopers in the main passenger bay. Using the average annual salaries of modern day equivalents, we can work out a cost to the ATAT to be effectively piloted, not including the salaries of the passengers. A Navy pilot earns 35000 blah, 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 blah. And it basically comes to almost two hundred dollars, two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars. But don't me. forget the uh, the support crew because you know Not those supporting. things don't refuel themselves. Well, and they don't. Yeah. So we have um, there's a lot going on here. I love this. I, I love it. Yeah, it's it's really funny. We put a link in the show notes for it, so be sure you check it out. Oh yeah, check it out. Um, so we have a new TV spot too. Yeah, there's a new Target TV spot, and it focuses on the fans, I guess. And I haven't watched it yet. But I haven't either. Let's take a let's look. check it. Okay, so I, Marshall almost teared up. Okay, I have a little bit of a, a jealously slash thing going on. Um, did you notice who the teacher was? No. It's one of the guys from Coffee with Kenobi. Of course it is. It's the guy who teaches Star Wars in the Classroom, Dan Zare, who is one of the hosts of Coffee with Kenobi. And I haven't listened to their show. I've been a little behind on them, too. Um, but I'm sure I would have heard him talk about this. But I'm also one of those people that teaches Star Wars in the Classroom. Yes, and you are. <clears throat> that was that was a really cool... I got to make sure I show my wife this. Uh, that was a really cool um, uh, spot. Because, I mean, not only, I mean, obviously it's sponsored by Target, but they basically are saying, like, why people are into this and why kids are into it. And they're, why people are into it. Jesus. (laughs) Um, but I just thought this was, I thought this was really cool. I mean, they talk about, I mean, they highlight Star Wars weddings, teaching, um, girls getting into it. Well, I love how they did the Star Wars wedding from the female perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was a really, really well done TV spot. Yeah, I so really liked it. I'm jealous Dan's there's in the commercial, so whatever. Well, you know, we'll be there eventually. Well, he writes for StarWars.com and stuff, too, so he's a better man than me. Um, well, that's a given. <laughs> yeah. All right, so have you seen this yet? I have not. Skeen mentioned it to us, and I just have not had a chance to watch it. Yeah, I've been behind, so let's check this out. John Skeen has uh, sent us this thing. It's called... Uh, the Force Awakens VFX breakdown video. How long is it? Let's see if we're going to cover this or not. Oh, there's an advertisement. Wow. So we didn't give up on it. We almost gave up on it. Um, but thankfully, John Skeen sent us a, a link that actually worked. Uh, and man, whoa. so basically what we're talking about, I don't know if we talked about it ahead of time or not, but the Star Wars Force Awakens VFX breakdown video. This is such a cool video, man. Yeah, what I loved is the way that they uh, kind of waterfalled all the different layers into it. Mm-hmm. And the trench run was ridiculous. Yeah, just the level of detail that goes into this. And 
And this is something I was telling my students because, again, going back to teaching Star Wars, uh, I, I show them uh, – I don't have the very original one, but I have the, you know – The uh, the, the Yeah, the 97 whatever re-release of uh, the digital version of it or whatever. But the bottom line is, you know, you see those digital effects in there, but this idea of like industrial light and magic is why we have – pretty much the reason we have special effects the way we have them now yeah ilm led to dress yeah. parka led to everything and so it's hard to believe um it, it's i mean it doesn't it to me i'm not surprised seeing the level of detail that goes into this but at the same time it's mind-blowing to see where we've how far we've come since 1977 absolutely you know so uh definitely check that out link in the show it's about four minutes long and it is it's very pretty, much pretty it. pretty damn cool I lost my mouse. Okay, so here we are. Uh, let's talk some... What do you got here? Prequels. Yeah, we actually have some prequel news this week, which is kind of interesting. Um, somebody, it's kind of weird. It? it is. Somebody made a documentary, and it's called The Prequel Strike Back. And it's a uh, an apologist version of the prequels, yep. which is pretty cool. So um, that seems interesting. Through the prequels, that George Lucas might save the world. Why on earth are we complaining about this? So that looks awesome, dude. I can't wait. Yeah, I really want to see it because, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the prequels, but there definitely is merit to it. And I I love there's one thing I love is that uh, somebody interspliced uh, scenes of Hayden Christensen acting. Oh, nice. With scenes from uh, Mark Hamill from the first movie. And he's just as whiny. It's just as whiny, it's like, dude. Wait a second. That means all of Hayden Christensen's choices were on purpose <laughs> well and it's funny because i point out I, I i make a point of pointing out to my students how whiny he is in the beginning mark hamill because i was going into tashi station to get some power converters because he's a kid he's a teenager who doesn't want to do what his what his uh, uh aunt and uncle wanted to do and he wants to go with his friends and and, it's only and one that's more season and that's the thing dude and like i i we didn't have that same mindset seeing hayden christensen do the same thing right so but anyway um so speaking of the prequels i love this yeah, Natalie Portman <laughs> says that she refuses to show her son the prequels. It's not for the reasons you think. All right, why don't you explain it? So it's not uh, – when you see that headline, immediately you're like, well, because she thought they were terrible and she hated being in them. No, it's because she has young kids and she doesn't want her kids to see her dying in childbirth. Yes. That's really what it comes down that to. That would be so dramatic. It would be too traumatic. much for if, – if I was in a movie and I was killed and my my seven and five-year-old were watching they'd be like they'd be traumatized dude so anyway absolutely so that's that totally makes sense that's the reason so when they get older they'll watch it and they'll they'll be able to understand it but you know when you have young kids that's just not it totally makes sense but the the headline got me i was like oh my god what's she gonna say um and i didn't watch the clip did you watch the clip i did not to things oh that's funny dude um anyway i hadn't watched the actual clip of it so anyway what else we have force awakens stuff yeah, Mark Hamill was talking about how he was drafted into do The Force Awakens. Yeah, I saw this too. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's almost like, uh, I don't know, any sports star. It's like, hey, you're going to come to play for our team kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, and, and the funny thing is, is like, uh, if anybody followed this year's NFL draft, Mark Hamill would have been like the uh, Jared Goff. You know, he's like ready to go play <laughs> with the Rams, right? Whereas, uh, um, Mark Sol- or uh, uh, Harrison Ford was Joey Bosa, not wanting to go to San Diego <laughs> and waiting forever until he got the right contract. Well, it's funny. It says um, 
uh, going part with the article, it says the filmmaker also said the franchise original cast would be taped for the upcoming films, but they were under no obligation to revisit the universe. Mark said that Lucas told the group, now, if you don't want to do it, we won't recast. We'll just write you out. And he says, now I kept a real poker face. I felt like someone hit me in the stomach really hard, but I didn't know any. Didn't know any reaction. Mark continued before telling the audience about Carrie Fisher's enthusiastic reaction. Carrie Fisher, of course, said, I'm in. And Carrie's poker... I said, Carrie, poker face, poker face. Talk to your agent first. I thought that was kind of funny. It is really funny, but it's like totally well, true. It's like, well, why wouldn't they do it, man? It's I don't know. Well, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher had totally different careers than Harrison Ford. Well, absolutely. But, I mean, but... And not that any of them are, are destitute. Right. Over, I mean, he did... The Joker for years oh, and years and years, and Carrie Fisher has Joker. written screenplays and books and everything. Absolutely, and it's just it's a different it's a different scenario. Um, this I threw in here. Um, before we get to, we're gonna get into Rogue One stuff. Um, did we have we talked about this yet? I feel like we did, but we didn't. Well, we um, mentioned that it's gonna be coming out. Yeah. So Star Wars Catalyst, uh, the Rogue One novel, is coming out, and a synopsis was just released about it. And basically, let me see if I can find the synopsis here. Well, I think the thing we mentioned was uh, when we uh, they announced th- who the writer was. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, let's see. Publisher description. You can read it below. War is tearing the galaxy apart. For years, the Republic and Separatists have battled across the stars, each building more and more deadly technology in an attempt to win the war. As a member of Chancellor Palpatine's top-secret Death Star project, Orson Krennic is determined to develop a superweapon before their enemies can. And an old friend of Krennic's, the brilliant scientist Galen Erso, could be the key. Yeah, so basically what this synopsis gives us is it tells us that Mad, Mad Mickelson's character is the one that designs the Death Star. Right. And that one of his former compatriots is Jen Erso's father. Right. Which I have a story about later confirming. Uh, it's right here. But Mad Mickelson's character is confirmed as a Death Star weapon designer. So makes sense. There we go. And what, what it is is that James Lucina uh, direct, uh, wrote it. And he's right. the one who wrote Plagueis, which is yeah. phenomenal. Oh, so good. Um, you want to do, Let's do this one before we do this. Yeah, one. absolutely. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So Matt, like we said, Mad, Mads Mickelson uh, is confirmed to be the Death Star weapon designer, which is great. Which I find interesting because... Um, they, they, if you remember from Attack of the Clones, the, uh, the plans were being held on Geonosis, but it's also being built above, I can't remember the name of the plans being built above, but it, it just shows how widespread the Empire was and how they can actually, they had control over so much area. And what also is interesting is not only the, the plans were on Geonosis, that's one thing, but then, excuse me, um, you get the impression, and I've seen A New Hope a million times. Homeboy's name just flew out of my head, but the guy who gets, who mouths off to Vader and gets force choked, you get the idea that he is actually kind of instrumental in, in the Death Star coming to pass right. too. But he's obviously running it on some level, not right. designing he's it. He's an administrator, yeah, not a absolutely. engineer. Um, what do you think of these Go Rogue, tra- uh, Go Rogue videos? Have you watched them? Oh, we didn't watch this yet. We didn't say this. Yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Ian McDermott. We were leading up to this. Yeah. Ian McDermott, <laughs> who I love. Yeah. In so many things other than Star yeah, Wars. He, he plays the Emperor. Um, he confirms that there is no Emperor for Rogue One. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, yeah. this doesn't say that there might not be an Emperor in, say, the Han Solo movie. True. Or something. True, true. Um, yeah. But there is no uh, Emperor for Rogue One. All right. So what, what, what are you asking me? What was the other thing you were saying? Okay, have you seen the Rogue One no. or the Go Rogue videos yet? Nope. You have not? That's a nope. Okay, they are awesome. Nope. What it is is it's Lucasfilm's uh, videos that they're using 
to announce their toy line. Oh, yeah. Okay. And what is it? People did stop motion videos of it's really, really good. I had a clip. I had a, a link for one of them that was chapter two, and I didn't know what it was. And I saw that you had this, so I figured you'd Yeah, tell I put me. in both of them. So. Okay. Oh, that's great. Who's doing these? Well, so and you know the song, right? It was saying, it sounded like, are you okay, Annie? It did a little bit. Um, smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminal. That's awesome. I didn't notice that the first time. Anyway, um, we just, we just discovered something. Well, it awesome. says that it's gone, it's, it, fans gone rogue and everything. But you know, they had access to these, so it's done. It's just, it's made to look like the designers oh, yeah. are. No, that, that was, that was a lot of fun. So basically we watched, uh, fans, you know, stop motion is amazing and it was it was a lot of fun but honestly i the soundtrack was cool there's a couple other songs in there too i didn't point out but it's great that's great okay we just finished watching the second what i love yeah. about these is how much pop culture they shove in because oh yeah you know you mentioned in the first one they were, and it's actually at the end of the second one too is they play smooth criminal yeah which but it's is important it's more the alien ant farm version and not the start the michael jackson that's version. Fine. that's fine but they also play the girl from ipanema and then what <laughs> i love is <laughs> the lego stuff is pretty funny too, yeah the, the uh the uh stormtroopers coming up to the mads mickelson character and says we're making great progress <laughs> but we still don't know what we're doing and it zooms out and it shows what they're building out in space and it's an escher painting right with all right. the stairwells going the re- oh god it's so funny uh, no that was great um all right man so what else do we have what is this um that's just a uh, article explaining how they did it oh, okay. so if you want to get more in depth on how they did the uh the uh the go rogue um videos follow through also we have a link to pictures of all the Jernerso uh wow. um toys it's about time man. it is and also i posted all the Jernerso toys on pinterest cool and we have some Hasbro stuff too. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of new Hasbro toys in because you know we've got new ships and stuff. Right. So. Um, the one I love is: Have you seen the 3D glasses yet? No, I haven't. These are the glasses you're going to get if you go see a Rogue One in 3D. Well, everybody's going to steal these. There's nobody's not stealing those. I know. Look at you're a freaking stormtrooper. I will steal all of those. And I have I know like eight students that work at the movie theater. I could get like twenty pairs of these okay, and give them out to our is, patrons. Does that make you a stormtrooper or does that make you look like uh um Kylo Ren? Daisy Rid- Daisy Ridley. I don't even care. I will steal them all. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm not a thief, mind you. I just think those are really cool. I concur. Let's move on to some episode eight news. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch of episode eight. Uh, we've got some news and we've got some rumors. Right. Um, Daisy Ridley has come out and said that, um, the title that she has heard is most likely not what it's going to be. Yeah. And any release of a title is, she says, far, far away. It's going to take a while. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's like we didn't get the, the, the Force Awakens name until, um, I want to say like what, seven months before release. And right. So it's going to be till after Rogue One. I put my children about a minute. So, um, this one is Adam Driver talks the tone of Star Wars episode eight. And there was only one little soundbite I wanted to pull out of this. This is a longer piece, but it basically says, um, yeah, he says for that people always go, Ooh, that it's dark, but I don't know that it's necessarily is. It's just different in tone in a way that I think is great and necessary, but also very clear. Um, uh, he trusts that his audience is ready for nuance and ambiguity. It's not dumbing anything down for something for someone that has, uh, that's really fun to play. So it's, 
basically the gi- the gist of what I got out of this article is that it's not necessarily like like Empire. Most people say, "Oh, it's the darker of the of the right. trilogy." It's not that it's darker; it's just um, a different tone than than we've seen. Right. Well, it's the turning point. Of yeah, the so. of the story, so of course it's going to have the dramatic point, right. the pivot. So yeah, so I'm excited about it. Yeah, so there's a couple of rumors uh, that have come out, and one is one you can kind of infer that was going to happen anyways. Um, we we already knew there's we're going to get more explanation of the Knights of Ren uh, battle, oh, for sure. and we we kind of assumed that Luke fought against the Knights of Ren when when uh, Kylo was trying to right. get away. I imagine he killed them all except for Kylo. <laughs> right, but the thing is, it looks like Chewie might be on Luke's uh, side in that fight. Oh, interesting. I'm in. Which which really becomes interesting. I would like to see Chewie tear the arms off of somebody. Well, we've never actually seen him in a fight. That's a good point. Which is great. Outside of a couple of gun blasts here Right, there. that's yeah. it. Um, yeah. But the, uh, the thing that really interests me is that part of his life debt to Han includes his children. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's fighting against Kylo. How is that going to come into right. account? And that might explain the scream at the end too. When um, a well, because bit more, he is obviously. the one, he is the one that shoots Kylo. Yeah, yeah. On the bridge, but the thing that's awesome about that is I did see a cartoon. Yeah. Where it shows Chewie and he's and he's targeted on his head oh, on the funny. bridge, and then it cuts to a scene of a a panel where it shows him playing with Kylo as a kid <laughs> for a couple of panels. Then it shows him moving oh, down God. to his side, and yeah. that's where he shoots. Oh Lord, that's funny. Um, all right, man. So. Uh, Let's get these last. Yeah. So the the other rumor, another rumor, well, another rumor is that uh, Yoda might appear in Episode Eight. Yeah. No, I've heard that too. Most likely as a force. I mean, it's going to have to be as a Force ghost, sure. Unless it's a flashback. But another thing is, we might find uh, more information on Darth Vader's father, which at this point is the Force, right? And midi chlorines. But of course, somebody most likely orchestrated that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they mean. And I'm hoping. I I don't know. We can talk about the Plagueis thing another time, of course. But going back to the Yoda thing. we do see, I think, I think it'd be actually pretty cool because we do hear Yoda's voice in that flashback in, in The Force Awakens. We also hear Obi-Wan's. So it's not so far-fetched for them to maybe do a, a little flashback and actually see Yoda that's not a Force ghost. It'd be kind of cool. That would be very cool. Um, so. Of course, he would be CGI regardless or yeah. or a puppet, which is fine. Right. Um, the unfortunate thing is Frank Oz. Is Frank Oz dead? I don't know. I never know. Also, what's interesting, too, is if he wasn't a force, I think he would have to be a force ghost no matter what, because why would they go back when he was alive? What would be the significance? Because if we were to go back to where, um, unless they go before he dies in episode f- five. Yeah, the only be, thing I can think about point? is when they're doing, because um, obviously they're going to be delving into the training of Luke of Kylo Ren. Yeah. Unless they're going to be mirroring that with Yoda training of Luke. Yeah, it could be that, yeah. I'm um, knowing Frank Oz is still alive. No, he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, all right, so let's get to this last one. I got to put my kids to bed. Uh, Donald Glover, who we talked about last episode, or actually the last Universal Usual, that yeah. he might be playing. Um, well, he d- it does have a, a character in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Um, but he's also been on, on board for possibly doing Lando. He's basically just come out and said uh, he didn't confirm or deny anything. He just said he grew up with a, as a big fan of Star Wars, and it would be a huge honor. Yeah, no, that would be great. It would be cool to see him. All right, so we got actually quite a bit of Rebels news, and this is understandable considering uh, the uh, the new season that's going to be coming up here in oh, just about a month. It's almost time, dude. So excited. It is. So um, we got some clips. Yeah, so we've got a clip of Ezra kind of reaching into the dark side. Which I think it's important because we all kind of saw this coming. A lot of fans are like, I don't want him to turn. I don't want to do this. But, you know, 
We've seen inklings of it, so let's find yes. out what this is about. Okay, that's dark. That is pretty dark. So basically, he takes over a, a stormtrooper, a, ATST a, well, pilot, ATST pilot, and basically, or the gunner. Yeah, and makes. Well, him, actually, you know, no, it was the pilot because he had the. Well, yeah, but he also had the trigger. Okay, an ATST, the pilot and the gunner, are the same person. Yeah, not an ATAT. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So an ATST, I was like, okay, that would. I'm not even sure if it was an ATST, but it's, it was because it's, it's only the two legs. Yeah, but the guns were different. I think they, it's a different classification, but the same idea. Right. Anyway, it's badass. It is. I like the dark. Yeah, you do. All <sighs> right. Well, they've also released a whole season three trailer. Which we've watched, haven't we? Is this the same one we saw? I don't think so. Or is that a new one? No, because the thing we watched from before was from uh, uh, Comic-Con. Comic-Con. I know. I didn't know if it was the same release. No, this is a new one. Oh, I'm in. Uh, that's next week, dude. Is it? Wait, what? Well, 10 days. Oh, <laughs> Thrawn in 10 days? Um, there's also a promo for Thrawn and Maul. Oh, so we just watched... I mean, Thrawn... Oh, I'm so in for Thrawn. I can't even tell you, dude. Enter Thrawn. This is 45 seconds of awesome right here. <laughs> Thrawn looks awesome. That makes me so happy. I can't even tell you, dude, like, from just the dialogue from these promos and trailers for for Thrawn, it's right on. Oh, I mean, that's how he does it. He's he's manipulative, but he knows the enemy so well, they will. he wants them to tear themselves, so he, he doesn't even have to do anything. No, exactly. And But the most important thing about this is, is that it's showing that Lucasfilm is willing to bring in the legend stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's this other post in here, um, from comicbook.com. Basically, it's Star Wars Rebels season three character descriptions. They have descriptions of Ezra Brizzer, a- Admiral Thrawn, and Maul. Um, those of us who know them obviously know them, but uh, we have a link in the show notes for that. And, uh, I saw this as well. You want to say this? Yeah. Uh, Ashley Eckstein, who is, uh, does the Her Universe clothing line and everything, but she also does the voice of Ahsoka, is hoping that Ahsoka returns. Um, cause oh, we all are. We all are because <laughs> as of the end of season two, you know she has the whole face down with Vader. Right, we don't quite know what happens. Right, uh, let's hope she survives. Yeah, man, and um, oh, I like this one too. Go for it. Uh, so Katie Sackoff's character Bo Katan, um, is returning. So that's that's exciting. Yeah, that was a, a fan favorite from the Clone Wars. Yeah, absolutely, and and it looks so much like her, which I liked. I, 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 it reminded me of Battlestar Galactica. It made me happy. So awesome that's happening. Uh, so we got some merch. Yeah. So Sphero, if you remember, he, they're the ones that made the remote control BB-8. This is kind of badass. Dude. They've created what's called the Force Band, and it's you know the remote sort of thing. But it's have you looked at it yet? Yeah. No, I've seen it. It looks really yeah. intricate. And it looks like it really looks but like it, it's a prop from the movie. Yeah, but it's like on their arm. It's yeah. a band. So like you're like program. Like you look. You look kind of like um, Lobot a little yeah. bit, tapping into something and controlling it. It's kind yes. of badass. So I thought that was cool. Speaking of actually, Estine, um, her universe new Rogue One fashion and Ahsoka Lego dress. I only put this in here because I want to make sure that um, I'm sure we have female listeners, but I love the her universe line. It's something that's been around for a long time. And they do some really cool stuff, and Ashley's really cool. So um, definitely check out the link. There's some really badass, uh, um, badass clothing, dude. Yeah, they also do a lot of great charity work. So make sure Absolutely. you check them out. Absolutely. Um, so our last section, dude. Yeah, uh, usual roundup. The usually uh, the, the. I feel like we should have like a a promo where it's like, like yeah. Oh, well, I always said a little we, bit we of a lasso do something or something from uh, from from Toy Story. Toy Story Two. Yeah, well. well. 
That's me slacking. Yeah, it is. Um, so this <laughs> is usually you, where we bro. talk about conventions and theme parks. <laughs> um, a couple of new convention news, because, um, you know, New York City Comic Con's coming up next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've expanded. Um, it's just they're, you know, it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, so just be sure you check that link out. Also, the uh, we, you know, we talked a, a couple of verses ago about the Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders movie, which is going to have the original voices of yep. Burt Ward and Adam West uh, and so cool. Julie Newmar. Um, it's going to have its premiere at NYC. Excuse me, NYCC. Nice, dude. I, oh, I would love to see that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then a couple theme park news. We've already talked about how the Terror of Terror is going to be transforming into Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. And that's a go now. It is. They're, yeah. they're already working on it. And if you look at this. Uh, is it closed? I already? don't know yet. In I'm Disneyland? Gonna, I will find out in a few you're weeks. Gonna, you're going to get the go, dude. I'm stuck. Um, but if you look at the Disney's, if you look at this link, it shows a morphing sort of picture. Let's so. see. Well, um, and, and it's funny because we were talking about, I was talking about teaching Star Wars. And one of the things I, I, I do heroes and a hero's journey and then I do an anti-hero's journey thing. Right. This year, new for me, I started doing, I did Guardians of the Galaxy as the anti-hero's journey, right? Right. And so there's that scene and I haven't looked at this yet, but there's that scene in when they break out of prison. Yes. And they're in. And that makes sense what this would be. Yeah. And they're in the thing and they actually have that shot from behind the watchtower when they fall down. And for me, that would be perfect for this. And I'm imagining that's what well, they're going to do. Well, you know what do. the funny thing is, is, is there's so much depth to that scene. Yeah. Um, because as a historian who, uh, um, you know, looked into the works of Michel Foucault. Yeah. Who, uh, talked about prisons in the, in, in France. Uh, one of the things he had was called a an observatron, and which is what that is. It's like instead of having guard towers, right. which went in, so you had to have multiple things. It was a guard tower in the center, in the center that was able to watch so many more people, right? And that's exactly what that the design is. And this is actually it's a it's called Mission Breakout, which makes sense. Which I imagine this is what it's going to be, which is pretty cool. Unfortunately, technical difficulties uh, have barred us from watching this, but I imagine that's what it's going to be. Is them breaking out of of the kiln, right? Which is cool. So yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, so we'll follow up with that next week when I have stupid technical problems. Um, Universal Studios does their Halloween haunt every year. Yep. And Eli Roth, he of Cabin uh, uh, Fever and Hostel, and uh, he's the one doing the Death Wish remake. Uh, he is taking over the Terror Tram. Oh, so really? Something else scary that's going to be taking part in uh, the Halloween haunt. Cool, man. All right, man. So uh, that's it for this madness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't forget, we're going to be coming up with new episodes of Real Reviews, One Shot, and Universal Usual. Um, but yeah, that's it. Nice, uh, good episode. Yeah, I think it went longer than we thought, but I think um, mostly because we recorded at a weird time and I had to get up 18 times to deal with my kids. And, and we had a few <laughs> tangents. And there were tangents, as always. But we haven't recorded in a while, so it's good to sit here with you, man. And um, so uh, look for us soon. We have uh, episode 75, 76 will be a Patreon show ish uh there'll be a show in there somewhere with all our patrons yeah and if you want to be sure to be a part of that make sure you join us and yeah. go to the uh, the usual or patreon.com slash the usual podcast Look, you can literally pay to be on the show you can period you can pay a dollar yeah and well, be on the show uh, maybe we don't say that then we'll you have like pay a, ten dollars we'll and get like, some socks and beer <laughs> at this point no i'm just kidding if you if you become a patron now we will definitely get you on the show so i want to support i want to say thanks to all of our patrons and um so we have patreon.com greatly appreciate yeah. you ba- patreon.com slash usual podcast um also i want to suggest uh obviously we have audibletrial.com slash usual podcast and that is another great way to support the show um star wars books brandon sanderson books 
all the stuff we've created, we've uh, um, we've highlighted in the past is, is definitely something that you can get for free on us. Um, please do that. We actually get 15 bucks when you do that. But at the same time, you get a free book. You do. And free is free. Free is free. Boom. So thanks for <clears throat> so thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, and Instagram. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at IMO Griggs. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Give us positive ratings, like us, and share us on all the social medias. I'm doing my t-shirt streak right now. I'm at day 31. I saw that. And I I'm, like your Yoda quote. Yeah, I'm going strong, dude. I'm going strong. So I'm going to keep going on that. So Instagram is a fun place for that. Um, anytime we're at a convention, we do Instagram, but also I do my t-shirt streak uh, at the beginning of the school year. And there's lots of ways to support us. Check out our support us page on our website. Anything else, my friend? I want to make sure everybody, each and every day, okay. has a fun. Well, if you're not having a fun, you're doing it wrong. I know, right? <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next week. Peace. Peace.